Good evening, Don't Unfriend Me Nation. Actually, good afternoon. First time I've done an afternoon show. Well, not first time, but a long time. Welcome to the Don't Unfriend Me Show slash Breaking Truth. What are we talking about and why are we talking about it? This whole Kevin McCarthy house fiasco. They're now on their sixth voting spree of trying to shove McCarthy down the throats of America. And I am here to tell you my first reaction was, yeah, it, it is disorganized. I did a video on it last night and I did one this morning. And I want to recap and just kind of put everything in perspective. Take a moment, slow down and have a conversation. Folks, I will be right back and I will see you after this. Once again, thank you for watching Don't Unfriend Me. My name is Matthew Spear. I am the host of the Don't Unfriend Me show, and this is Breaking Truth, episode 423. Real quick before we get started, I want to talk to you about Minutemen Coffee, one of the largest, the second largest veteran-owned coffee company in the United States. It's all made in the U.S., roasted in Washington, soon to be uh, roasted in Texas as the company is moving. Stop on by don'tunfriendme.com. Get your fourth bag free. If you buy three bags, not a bad deal. And if you want to get yourself a Percival flag, you can stop by percivilflag.com. Good friends of the show. I don't get paid for this. I just promote great American-based sites. You can go ahead and head on over there now and get yourself a cool flag. Listen, going over this and, and looking at this, everyone's like, well, the Republicans are completely crazy. They're discombobulated. They don't look like the Democratic Party, which always seems to have their stuff together. And I want to add a different perspective. This video I had a chance to record uh, this morning. What's going on, everybody? Um, want to talk about the Kevin McCarthy fiasco and what's going on with that? Is everyone's like, oh, well, they just need to vote. They need to get the speaker, you know, in place. And, and even I said it, it, it definitely looks um, disorganized and it's a mess and it sends a, a message. But there's another side to this, too, is that if you want change, and you want the status quo to be different, well, then you can't have the status quo. You, you can't just have the Republicans all line up and vote for somebody who they don't believe is going to necessarily do the job. And at least uh, 20 of them don't, including Eli Crane, who I support unequivocally. Um, this is what change looks like. And if you wanna buck the system, uh, you you rub up against it. And, and keeping a filibuster type style floor environment where they have to keep going and vote, ultimately you're gonna get what you want. Uh, I say more power to it. This is what the process looks like or should look like, and we should want more of it. The whole point of this is that Chip Roy, who is a representative from Texas, has been kind of leading the charge to challenge Kevin McCarthy because McCarthy is a career politician. He votes with the Democrats quite a bit. His influence in the minority, he was not necessarily effective. This is going to a sixth ballot because these 20 uh, don't agree with the way that he legislates. And there are some things on the table like term limits and dark money and getting these rules in place in order to assure that any negotiations or trading of ponies that McCarthy has done to kind of sway these 20 to come to his side are, are not necessarily guaranteed and, and can be dropped after a vote. And he wants these things solidified and they wants them resolute. So these are changes that 
represents the 20 voice and what America really wants. Let's remember, folks, this is what we're looking for. You want dissension. You want change. Well, you don't do that in your comfort zone. And nobody's comfortable with this. But I don't care what the Democrats say. Let them continue to say this is chaos because it's not chaos. This is actually what happens in a constitutional republic is you have discourse and you have debate and you have dissension from time to time. Good. Yes, it would have been nice for them to do this the last two months, but they didn't. Listen to Chip Roy here. He was on Fox today and he sums it up fairly well. Well, it's not a no. We're voting for names. I voted for Byron Donalds, my friend, a conservative, someone who is not of the swamp. He has been here only for now his second term. Uh, I might vote for some similar folks who have a track record and a history of standing up to the swamp. What I'm not going to do is blindly do what the swamp does. My constituents didn't send me here to do that. Is anybody listening to this actually happy with what Congress is doing? Is anybody out there? Are you? Or anybody in America, do you think Congress is doing a good job? The answer is no. So why would we embrace the status quo? Why would we keep doing the same thing over and over again? That's what's happening in that room. And this morning, a group of folks threatened some of us, and they lost votes on that. We're not going to back down until we get in a room and we decide how we're going to be able to stand up and fight for the American people, no matter who the speaker is. This is the best possible thing that could have happened to the 118th Congress. And this is just the very beginning. I had somebody earlier who said, oh, well, Eli Crane, he's a rhino. And, he, and, and he, I don't like the way he votes. Folks, he's been there for like three minutes. He just got there. Give him a chance. And listen, you look at Dan Crenshaw. A lot of people are turning on Dan Crenshaw right now, who I happen to, I've met, I like, and I actually voted for um, and gave him my backing. And I still will, no matter what you think. I know some people are upset with the red flag law. You're not going to get everything you want from every politician. That's not the way it works. But when it comes to Dan Crenshaw, he's like, hey, I wonder if these 20 were paid off by Democrats. This is what happens in politics. And this is where it's supposed to happen. It's not supposed to happen in the newsroom. It's not supposed to happen in the columns. And you're seeing that now when you look at some of the the, the voting that's taking place is that you're seeing people getting pretty heavy handed. Donald Trump has put his hat in the ring and he said that these 20 calling them and saying, you've got to go ahead and make this vote. You got to vote for McCarthy. It's for the good of the Republican Party. I disagree and shows that Donald Trump seems to be moving towards the establishment more than uh, he uh, ever has. In 2016, it's what got him elected. This is a move that would have got him elected. But now he seems to be all about the swamp. Here's the 20 Republicans, including Eli Crane, like I mentioned, who are all on the list for standing firm and not accepting the status quo. There's nothing wrong with that. The problem is, is that Republicans are doing what they always do. And instead of really learning through this process and having that discourse, they're starting to go ahead and threaten. They're starting to say, you know, you better or else we're going to kick you off committees. We're going to go ahead and, and, and impact your funding and make sure money goes somewhere else. This is not the way it's done. Threatening people into a vote isn't the way you're going to get them. In fact, we saw that on the third vote, they actually lost votes and they will continue to do that if they try to strong arm this process. This can go on indefinitely. The people who are on that stage, they're now trying to malign with you know, January Sixers and they were, you know, vote deniers. Well, that's true. Eli Crane has been open about that. Probert's been open about that. A lot of them have that they disagree with the election, but that doesn't matter. 
Once again, I just said, you're not going to get everything you want from a politician. I don't agree with Dan Crenshaw. What he said is that these 20 are paid off. They're anti-establishment. But it doesn't mean I'm not going to go ahead and respect what Dan Crenshaw has done or his service as a SEAL. And just like Eli doesn't necessarily agree with the election, which him and I disagree on, I'm still going to support him because his values are good. This needs to take place, and you should hope for a 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th, 11th round, because it's no skin off your nose, it's skin off theirs. And it's going to set a precedence that this 118th Congress is finally going to get something done, finally stand up for Americans, and stop playing grab-ass based on what Fox News wants, what the media wants, and now the establishment Republican RNC and Republicans, which seems to be led by Donald Trump. Folks, I warned you about this. I told you about this. And you have Donald Trump now moving away from the people he supported just a few weeks ago. It's interesting. This should play out. I hope you watch it. I hope you care enough about it to pay attention because this hasn't happened before. And I can't imagine it happening again anytime soon. My name is Matthew Spear. Thanks for stopping by and sticking with me. I will go out like I always do. Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Press 1. 22 veterans commit suicide a day. It is way too many. Please. We need battle buddies, swim buddies, but most important, we need anybody. Please help a veteran and supply them this number. If you can't make that call, I will help you make that call. Folks, once again, Matthew Spear with Don't Unfriend Me and Breaking Truth. We'll be live 8.30 tonight. Stop on by at The Dumb Show and see us, and we will see you shortly. Have a good one.